Hi guys, welcome to the Strong Girls podcast, hosted by Nicole and Molly. We're so grateful to have you here and excited to share with you our insights, tips and ideas to optimise your happiness, health and start living your best life. Today's topic we're going to be talking about tracking, whether we think it's a good idea to track or I don't know (laughs) what I'm saying. I know. Um, yeah, it's basically like a to track or not to track. Yes. I'm Molly, by the way. <laughs> I'm Molly. <laughs> um, yeah, like sometimes I feel like it can really help you and then other times it can just not be the one. It depends. I feel like it depends on your mindset a lot. Yeah. And we have clients who do both and mm. succeed with both. And that's why we think it's important to talk about today because it's sharing what might hinder you and what might help you at the time you decide to track or mm. not to track. So my story with tracking is, well, when I first done it, I think I used the the one that my fitness pal gives you. They gave me one thousand two hundred calories, so I think that's what I started with. <laughs> Thanks, my fitness pal. Thanks, my fitness pal. I know, setting me up from failure for day, from day one. <laughs> um, I found it initially quite overwhelming because I didn't really know that much about nutrition. Mm. Like at school, they don't really teach you that much. No. I was eating like cheesy pasta every day thinking like that's me living my best life wondering why I'm like so tired um but what made me finally track was I just wanted to get into my fitness journey I really wanted to lose weight I didn't really know how to do it so I knew tracking was the first like point of call to try um I was successful on 1200 calories but you can imagine like I was very hungry Mm. I felt weak when I was training I wasn't I didn't really get any results from training I was just getting like very slim Mm. but I was unhappy I was hungry then that led into restrictive mindset because when I was going over 1200 which would be so normal to do out of hunger Mm. I'd feel guilty I'd make myself feel bad that's what led to like the binge restrict cycle that I was in And then tracking became more overwhelming because I thought every time I wanted to go back to it, I'd have to eat like 1,200. And I know I've got clients now who will be listening to this thinking, gosh, that's me. Mm. You know, I set them a high calorie target and the first thing they do is... the fear. (laughs) The fear, they're like, surely not. It's like I can eat that much. So, um, yeah, and then I would say I got a really healthy relationship with tracking when I had a coach the best advice I was given that I use always now when coaching like every day is just pre-tracking so like really removing the overwhelm because where overwhelm seeps in is when you're trying to do it all on the go Mm. so if you've not got a plan and you're just like going you know you say you've eaten your breakfast you've eaten your lunch you haven't pre-tracked dinner and you're really hungry and you've only got 400 calories left because you weren't it's the worst because you weren't smart with your calories in the day whereas if you track the night before or the morning of you've already got so much insight into what your day looks like before you've even eaten it Mm. so i would say my most recent relationship with tracking is i don't track right now i'm about to do a mini car i haven't decided when and i will likely use tracking as my source because i love intuitive eating but i also love how organized tracking can keep me Mm. it keeps me very on it um when used correctly which i feel like i've got a really healthy relationship with it now nice but what about you so i never really tracked and then i feel like during lockdown people went either way they either went on a complete and utter health kick Mm. or they went like nothing at all (laughs) 
I was the latter. No, the former. Um, I literally like was like, okay, this is my time. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to start getting into is that weight the first training. Time you'd ever tracked? I tracked like the odd day when I was 17, mm. but then like after a day, I'd literally just CBA or forget or yeah. something. So I never really did. I just didn't really eat that much when I was like 17, to be wow. honest. Yeah, mm. like I just thought less was more, which to some yeah. extent it, it to some extent it is, but just not Bad really days. yeah mm-hmm. exactly um and so my proper tracking started in 2020 and to be honest like I set myself 1400 I don't know where I got the number 1400 mm. I genuinely like couldn't tell you but I just it wasn't even from my fitness pal I think it was looking at full days of eating on YouTube yeah I would always would watch them mm. and they would all have 1400 calories I don't know where that number came from mm. but I used it and it did work and then I <laughs> low-key turned into like a game I was like oh, I wonder if I can get less this today <laughs> so I'd be oh like God, I know <laughs> at the end of the day it'd be like 1375 and I'd be like, like winning. let's do it again oh <laughs> just God. like I like pushed the boundaries mm. and I saw loads of like it worked like I got real real um I got smaller and then I was also weight training as well I was doing like in the garage I was doing weight training but hit as well six oh. t- six times a week no I know like 1300 calories. yeah and I was like I wouldn't know myself I literally I, I just don't know how I did it like mm. to, if I even think about doing that I get tired now <laughs> like you're literally tired. <laughs> literally, I'm like sweating as it is. Um, so I did that, and then I I actually did try a reverse diet because my mate was training to be a PT and I was his little guinea pig. Mm. So I did a reverse diet up to 1700, mm. and then 1700 I was at my lowest. I was at like 59 kilos, mm. and then I just got the fear of going up in calories. Yeah. So I just like stopped Mm. and then I did stop tracking um and then I just didn't track because at that time I was really bored of it and like obviously I didn't like it because I was training six times a week and on Mm. 1300 calories um so I was really irritable honestly ask my any one of my family members around that time Mm. (laughs) I was like not nice to be around I was just always frustrated I was just like so mad like the smallest thing would make me mad Mm. um and then looking back at photos now I had horrible hair (laughs) like hideous hair it was so dull and straggly um and then I just boycotted it because I was like it's not for me Mm. at all boycotted it for like a good like just under a year maybe and then I like dipped in and out Mm. I'd basically be like oh I'm gonna go on a cut and then I'd like (laughs) do like a week of of tracking and then I'd be like I'm I'm done with this Mm. um and then like I knew like quantities and stuff which was quite good I feel like whenever I would quote intuitively eat I wasn't actually intuitively eating I was just mentally adding it up in my head mentally tracking literally um and then giving myself smaller because I wasn't tracking Mm. I was like scared to let go of the tracking but I wanted to let go of it Mm -hmm. and then I just well obviously came a PT Mm -hmm. um learned more about food Mm -hmm. trusted my gut literally (laughs) and figuratively um trusted myself a bit more Mm. just focused more on strength than like physique yeah and just like got 
more sort of weight-based goals in terms mm. of like my deadlift and my squat and things like that mm. um boycotted it and then now obviously i'm doing the photo shoot cut Ooh. which is super How exciting, exciting. Mm. um and first i was like oh god do i have to actually track like don't know if i'm in that vibe but actually i'm tracking at the moment mm. because i'm not feeling overwhelmed by it mm. i'm just ta- a taking it day by day mm-hmm. b obviously i am in a deficit but like i'm not on 1300 calories mm-hmm. um which always helps which always helps <laughs> and yeah i just kind of like it is i'm actually like enjoying it now because yeah. it's it is really helpful and mm-hmm. it helps me know when i'm hungry in the day and mm-hmm. when i'm not how much protein and i need mm-hmm. so yeah it's kind of been a kind of full circle yet completely different headspace yeah well you can tell in both of our journeys it's very yo-yo-y yes and that definitely is why I feel like we're both very committed to getting women out of that yo-yo and and men to get out of that yo-yo mindset literally of like when you're in you're all in and that's what I think both of us by the sounds of it were when we started tracking we were all in I was eating 1200 like you I was I wasn't doing it six times a week, but I was walking a lot. Yeah. Like I always think of that time when I was walking so much. Um, I loved it. And my training, yeah, then I started training. And that's when I think it got too much, which put me off tracking. Yeah. Because I was like, wow, I can't, like the hunger took over. Then I realized I kept o- going over my calories. Then it frustrated me. Then it overwhelmed exactly, me. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then every time I'd be going back into tracking, it wasn't out of a place of like loving my body and being like, oh, I've got a goal and mm. I want to work on it. It was like, right, how can I get as slim as possible? How can I get myself down to the yeah. smallest weight? Right, what's the lowest amount of calories I can go on? Mm. I reckon, you know, and when you're fully fed, you could be like, right, tomorrow I'm going to do 800 calories a day. Yeah. You know? And then, like, aside from that, I've done like, I did the Cambridge diet, I did the 5 2 diet in did this time. Yeah. Oh, I've never, I, one of my old housemates did the 5-2 diet mm. I never tried it though it was when I was working in an office and a, another okay. woman was, was doing it so I was like oh what's this and I remember her eating like a boiled egg for lunch because oh. she was going to have like a big <laughs> <laughs> she was going home to have like a big big soup for dinner and I remember feeling so intrigued I was like what 18 at the time and yeah. I'm like wow like one easy way to lose yeah. weight you know because like she just looked great and then it's funny just what you latch onto, isn't it like I've had the the detox teas and like oh my god I had those and then <laughs> do you did you ever have the um skinny coffee yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it tasted like <laughs> soil <laughs> I actually can't cope when I think about it I I literally remember it tasted like soil and me every single morning having a cup of it being like, mm, yes. <laughs> this is great. This is really I'm going fueling to be shredded. my soul. <laughs> it was awful. I can taste the shred. <laughs> Literally. I can taste the abs coming my way. That's so funny. It's horrid. Um, but yeah, so I, I like, but I love that this is coming up right now because Tim Spector obviously did a mm. interview with Stephen Bartlett. So if anyone hasn't seen it, Tim Spector is a scientist and he did a talk on like, you know, calories, health, wellness, like the overall thing is just like how we should be eating. He talked about the 30 day plants and Mm. whatnot. But the main um, hook that came from that was like that calorie counting was bad and that it didn't work. Mm. And then simultaneously, we've got PTs like James Smith that are arguing that obviously it does work and does get people results. So what we wanted to highlight basically today is how contextual both these things mm. are and I don't and I personally don't think either of them are right or wrong and I know you yeah no I, I agree like 
for again it's contextual it just really depends on the time and the place Mm -hmm. for either one yeah and I already think like as a client for example you've already got support like Mm. both what like when I started tracking I didn't have anyone to guide me or support me Mm. so that was the first point of like over what you know when overwhelm steeps in there was no one there really to help me um but I think the main goal with like calorie counting is like what do you want from it and like why molly was reluctant because i know you were like just feeling really happy and healthy weren't you like not that yeah. you are now but you were yeah. just really content before you did the photo shoot so mm. it was like you didn't really have any need to mm. um so it wasn't just like oh i do or i don't i fancy it just wasn't right or wouldn't it be right to randomly start doing it well yeah because i was going to do a cut in november after my holiday mm. and i was like all for it but then i was like why like is this actually what I want? Christmas is around the corner. I was just like, yeah, like why now? And then I actually thought about it and I didn't go for it because I just, I was doing it for the sake of cutting. I wasn't actually doing it for an actual goal. Mm -hmm. Whereas now I've got a legit goal. Mm -hmm. um, And like, I want to experiment a bit. And I'm Mm. in almost like an even better headset headset that I was um, in November. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it does depend as well. This is like just the, to track to not to track to cut to not to cut yeah like yeah. what is your goal yeah what is your why because that's going to be the thing really that drives you and like you can successfully intuitively lose weight mm. and track i think from my experience tracking works better because most of us don't really know our bodies especially to start with anyway yeah. like i think intuitive like weight loss is easier to move to once you've tracked for a little while and you understand nutrition and you understand how to fuel your body because obviously all of us are different Mm. and then it's much easier to start being intuitive because you know how to eat intuitively better Mm. i did not like if i one thing i will always be grateful for tracking no matter when it was good for me bad for me whatnot it was always the best tool i've had to like learn literally how to eat and i think that's the difference the difference is it's a tool and it's not your way of eating yeah like i really feel obviously i'm I'm quite old-fashioned but i'm like human beings mm-hmm. when they first evolved mm-hmm. they didn't have my fitness pal exactly and they weren't all obese mm-hmm. and like they knew how to fuel their bodies but mm-hmm. i think now because there's so much like crappy foods and i don't want to put a moral value on it mm-hmm. but the ones that like just have loads of processed mm-hmm. e-numbers and additives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, no one knows what's in them. So this is where tracking's really good. Mm. I find tracking is like, a, a, it's the first step to intuitive eating. Yeah. It's like the stabilizers on a bike. Yeah. It's like one of the tools you can use to understand how to fuel your body correctly. Exactly. Like we all eat so different and it's easy to be like someone, oh, like to intuitively lose weight, like just stop eating processed food. Or yeah, if you hit, you know, 130 grams of protein per mm. day. I would not have known what 130 grams of protein looked like without no. tracking, you know? Or the pro- like if I wanted to do it intuitively, you, yeah you would have to commit to really learning mm. like what like reading labels understanding like how to weigh your food how much like protein that equals out at for example even like portion sizes mm. like i feel in the, today's world i feel like the the portion sizes have literally doubled for no reason well the reason i joke about that cheesy pasta thing is because my portion size <laughs> wow 
you know? Girl ate Butt blood sugar was spiking, <laughs> let me tell you. Like, I had... Because so, this is the thing with carbs as well. If you eat them, like, naked, they say. Like, I was just having cheese on it. So, mm. carbs spikes your blood sugar. You don't feel full after it if there's no protein with it. Mm. Or, like, no fats and protein. So, I'd eat this massive mound of pasta... I would lie in my bed because I was tired <laughs> from the starch and like not move and then wonder why I was so tired all the mm. time. I honestly think that I, sometimes I honestly think I didn't have IBS, I had a bad diet. I know what you mean. Sometimes I find that when mm. I like, I even found it when I, well, it was true when I was really irritable. I was like, my my issue isn't that I'm like <laughs> permanently fucked <laughs> off. <laughs> really bitter it's just a mad I'm a seabitimus <laughs> yeah um it was just my diet was rubbish yeah you were so underfueled. yeah and it's... the same goes for like people are I genuinely think that people are happier when they have fruit and veg at oh least five God. times a day 100% <laughs> and this is and it's funny because like cutting not cutting like tracking not tracking like the fundamentals are still all there like Literally. you know eat your fruit and veggies get out for your walks mm. like like have a colorful plate eat your 30 plants like really really basic stuff that i mm. think and, a, and another reason i'm pro like tracking if you want to is because there's so many mixed messages on the internet mm. of what we should be doing and like no like it really strips you away from the basics it makes it actually really overcomplicated. so rather than listening to what we want and what our body wants mm. we like look for outside for what other people are doing like yeah. you know the full days of eating they can like go one way or other for you you can either feel really inspired and excited by it or triggered well i even find if we ate the same yeah, we'd if we copied our diets mm. like if I copied yours and you copied mine mm. I feel like we would both it wouldn't work no it wouldn't I feel like you'd be quite hungry on mine because yeah, I, I eat quite later in the day yeah I'd be so hungry <laughs> I would not cope and I just feel like mine on yours to be fair you have a I'm jealous of your food. I'm like a, a daytime eater. Like That's I love a big brekkie. I love a big lunch, and I'm not that bothered about dinner, which See, I feel like is quite different. I'm the to opposite. Me. I yeah. like don't really have breakfast unless it's like a pre-workout bar, like a squares <laughs> bar or something. <laughs> and then like I go to town for supper. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not like that. Maybe I'm lazy with dinner. I feel like it's better to be that way though. I just I feel like I just need more fuel in the day. Like that's how I feel like my body functions. I'm like. I like having a big brekkie to so fuel me throughout lunch and mm. the same for that. And then by the time I'm home, because I'm, I walk the dog and then I don't really do that much, I don't really crave a big dinner. Yeah. But I think more people are like you, though. I think I, I rarely have discussions with people that they're more... I feel like dinner's the winner for most people. Oh, I love dinner. So I good. love dinner. There is a saying, though, isn't there? Uh, I know what it is. What it's is it? Breakfast like a king. Yeah. Lunch like a something prince prince and supper like a pauper okay that's what i do that's good that's well that's what they say isn't yeah it? but then like you i would go online and i'll be like so, like i've got um a fitness lady who i really look up to she's really great but she posted her diet and she doesn't eat carbs um for brekkie and lunch but eats them at dinner because she feels like carbs make her sluggish in the day and if I was impressionable, which I definitely have been in my time, and you know I'm not 100% immune to it now, mm. but it's so easy to be like, well, that's what I need to do then. Do you know what I mean? Especially when they've got banging bodies. Yeah, which she does. <laughs> she looks good. You can literally scroll on Instagram, find someone with a six pack in about 30 seconds, yeah. and then copy their diet in about a minute. Yeah. 
and then just think right that's me that's, that's the body that's <laughs> my sorted. future that's me I know I know and I think with tracking so like really like the pros and cons of it are mm. I feel like the pros of tracking is getting to know your body and how you like to eat yes because it's not like you completely stop being intuitive if anything it's just the start to being intuitive yeah literally like, and I feel like it's great if you track what you're normally eating mm, and then adjust it from there as opposed mm, to just giving yourself like okay I'm going to eat x amount today mm, um but yeah you're still choosing what you it's not like you're mm, on a meal plan you're yeah. still choosing what you put into your body it's just showing you the quantities yeah and like I so my one of my biggest values is food freedom oh, yeah. and one thing you know that's that and that has been hard when it came to like processed food mm. because for example like i love a squares but i think we were speaking about this the other day and squares was processed but i'm like all for food freedom so i'm like yeah. oh you know where do i draw that line i know what you mean and that's where intuitive really comes in yeah so some days you're gonna eat the squares bar and some days you're not yeah and it really is about listening to your body some days i really really crave fruit and veg you're the same like oh, crispy fresh. crunchy fresh yeah yes. and the last thing my body wants is anything processed yeah but for a long time, I only really ate mega processed foods. So I didn't mm. really know. I don't think that the cravings were as strong for like the good stuff. Yeah. I was like almost like blind to it. Mm. Um, sorry, I've got a complete tangent there. But yeah, so the pros and cons of tracking. Like the pros is you're going towards intuitive eating. It still liberates you. It would like when it's yeah. a healthy relationship with it. The food freedom aspect's really there. So one thing I loved is like so if I like a squares bar, I now know how to fit that into my diet. Yeah, and still hit my goals. That's what yeah, you're, it's great because you can still treat yourself, mm-hmm. but also reach your goals as well. Yes which is we love that it's almost like being able to treat yourself and it really feel like a treat and really enjoy yeah because you're like, like you know mm. what i've actually factored this into my day yeah. this isn't a guilty pleasure anymore this is all this pleasure is like, <laughs> this is my life yeah, yeah i'm just living my life like i have chocolate i think every single day oh i do 100 percent. and there was a time where i like banned myself from dairy so that because i convinced well I did have bad skin at the time, who knows from what, but I was like, right, that's it, I'm not going to eat dairy, blamed it on the bad skin, but really, I just want to lose weight. Oh my god, that's like when I went sugar-free when I was 17. Sugar-free when you were 17? I know. That's really Well, funny. to be fair though, I say sugar-free loosely in that I would obviously, on the weekends, go to house parties and have like, <laughs> the really sweet, juicy <laughs> lemonade drinks, literally, that's and so then... Funny. I'd give myself honey. Oh, <laughs> it's like, wait, you wild child. Mm. But most of the time I was sugar free because I was like, well, you've just got to eliminate all of the bad stuff and then you'll get a banging bod, which oh, wow. obviously we know now is we not know now. true. Because the thing is, like, even though I lost weight, as did Molly, on these low calories, like, how unhappy were you between one oh, and ten? I was like a solid... 1.5 to 2 yeah same <laughs> and I didn't know that food became my life I was okay. obsessed because when you're yeah. hungry even if you tell yourself you're not all you're thinking about is food all, yeah like it's the literal mental energy of just thinking about okay what am I gonna have next yeah and it's like you're not actually that's not pre-planning that's just you obsessing over food because you're hungry and your yeah. body's like give me the food give me more <laughs> literally and um, that's a good indicator that you're on your yeah. calories are too low if you're thinking about food all the time. Definitely. Um, but another pro for tracking is, like I've said, if you are pre 
if you're pre-planning, if you are making it as effortless and as easy for mm. yourself, you don't have to think about food all day. Because a lot of us suffer from head hunger because we eat out of emotion, which I definitely, you know, still hold my hands up to it. Like I'm an emotional we eater. We all do that, yeah. I'm we a boredom it. eater. I uh, yeah. Love it. And no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I absolutely don't. Stop. Um, but it's really good for helping you plan your food in. Like for me, because I was a head hungry woman, mm. I would like think I'm hungry because, I, yeah, boredom or sad yeah. or happy, you know. My mum was a feeder when I was younger, so I definitely associate food with emotion. But say if like I had pre-tracked my day and it's breakfast time and I'm like, oh, I'm already a bit picky, but I know I've got lunch already pre-tracked. I know what my lunch is. I know I've got snacks later. I know I've got my dinner in. I know I've got my chocolate for dessert. The head hunger dies. I've got loads of food to look forward to for the day. Whereas when you don't pre-track, what can happen is you eat your breakfast and you're like, well, I'm starving now, but if I eat now, then how many calories will I have for dinner? Yeah. And I might go over and then I might not have enough for lunch. And then at some point during that day, you're going to hit the fuck it button. Mm. And then that's it. And that's how the overwhelm seats in. And then you're like, oh, this is too overwhelming. I'm going over my calories. Yep. And okay, tomorrow I'm going to slice my calories. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Tomorrow I'll eat double fun. today. <laughs> Half tomorrow. Literally. Then you wake up and you're like, I know I've got to start over again so I think that like that my golden number one like thing if you're starting to feel overwhelmed with tracking is pre-plan yes obviously it takes a little bit of effort but the same way intuitive eating does it's easier to go off intuitive eating and like lose your way when you're like eating a bit more on the go you've Mm. not got food in that you like Oh, hi Siri. Hello, Siri. You've not got food in that you like, or you've got bad food in the shelves, like like you've got chocolate at home and that's it. You know, mm. you, you can easily throw yourself off intuitively if you're not planning it well as well, and like just being a bit more structured with your week. So the same applies to tracking. Yeah. Just having a little bit more structure with it. It's just like meal planning. Yeah, because the only way it ever becomes overwhelming or restrictive or toxic is when you either are using it as a tool to eat as little as possible, mm. you're not using it correctly, so you just you know feel overwhelmed mm. or if like no one's really shown you how to use it before yeah um which is why we've got guides but it's <laughs> it's it is sometimes a little bit of trial and error and if someone's yeah. just started like um, you're the same you know it's having that leeway if someone if a client goes over calories it's not like a <gasps> it's a it's great how bad. how like what can we do next time yeah. or do you want some help with that or what meal you know and it's about them experiencing well i ate a lot for breakfast but actually i probably could have saved some cows for dinner yeah. in a really healthy intuitive way it's literally just trying to tweak it as you go along yeah like you're never gonna have a 10 out of 10 day or maybe you will Mm. once in a while you probably will Mm. but like that's if you don't it's Mm. absolutely fine and a pro tip as well that actually has been scientifically backed which we love we love a scientifically backed people do better with a range than they do a solid number so if i said to you i can't remember the exact example these in the study it was something like or we'll use it in calorie terms. So if I say to you, like, Molly, I want you to hit 18,000 every... No. Well, 18,000. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, go out and eat. <laughs> 1,800 every day. Yeah. And or I said, you can have between 1,700 and 1,900 every day. Mm. You'd be more likely to hit the 1,800 in the range than you would if I gave you a solid number to hit every day. Oh, I love that. I know. How empowering. So yeah. So ranges are really beneficial. And I think that also ties into like 
not hitting the fucking button if you did it if you went over your calories mm. or feeling bad or feeling guilty like obviously there's yeah. a level of discipline that has to come in where you're just like you know these are the calories i've set this one to get me to my goal so yeah. it's not a case of going over them every day but having a really like clear understanding that that's not it's not the end of the world if it's you go not the, the be all and end all no literally no. and like worse comes to worse obviously like I feel like it's quite hard these days to get the balance to be like oh my god be easy on yourself and then be like be disciplined I know like I find it really hard mm. and you obviously we want both slash we want unhappy medium yeah but like literally if you do go over just start again tomorrow yeah like it's not that deep mm. and then if you know okay if you're going for like a few days you know like, okay i've been going over like consistency mm-hmm. that's when you give yourself a bit more discipline a mm-hmm. bit more of a pep talk like no come on like come on mole <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> like what's your why again exactly and it's the mindset around everything mm. what's your why why are you doing it and also what triggered you to go over so is it a case that you were out with your family it was a birthday and really it was like a joyous occasion mm. and you know because sometimes the priority is not the diet and sometimes yeah. the priority is actually i'm gonna go out and enjoy this meal but take that in your stride if you make that mm. decision except there may not be that weight loss that week and then you start like afresh the next week with a really positive oh my god i got to enjoy myself and i'm still on track you've got extra energy to use yeah where we where discipline i think is best to come in is when you're consistently going over out of like laziness out of just like not really holding yourself accountable out of you know sheer just like you know maybe you just have lost touch with your why and it's become a bit of like a thing that you do because you feel like you have to rather than i really want to be doing exactly and that's a big tell- telltale to see whether your why is actually something that's aligned with mm. what you value, mm. whether it's not. I mm. know in the past I've thought I knew my why was to get smaller mm. and actually it wasn't. I just needed to work a bit on myself. Yeah, I love yourself. <laughs> yeah. And like I... So really like everything about this is like the mindset you have around it. So we've done mm. all the pros for tracking and we've kind of covered the cons Cons, yeah like you can take it too far yeah you can take it too far you can try like you said be competitive get yourself on lower and lower calories there's more to life than just numbers like i do firmly believe in quality of food over quantity yeah me too and that's a lot about what tim specter is saying in that interview he's very much like if you're eating really well and you're nailing the quality like calories matter much less Mm. and to a degree i can really i can really see that and understand it um because you know it satiates you more when you eat well you know when you're eating like you could have a two thousand calorie mcdonald's lunch yeah and you'd be hungry in In four hours Mm. as opposed to a 2000 calorie day Mm. of like whole foods Mm. unprocessed and be absolutely stuffed yeah it made me think actually there was a client recently who asked me about sugar and fruit and i thought like oh you know that's definitely the messages of like old dieting and fad dieting toxic diet culture yes exactly and i thought god when did like fruit get demonized i feel like that just missed me i've always been like a fruit so healthy and yeah you know um 
but I, yeah and I'm the same and I always think I guess a con of tracking is like if you're not supported yes how quick it can get overwhelming and feel toxic and mm. you feel like it almost gives you a weird sense of control that we don't really need to have over food it shouldn't like take mm. a massive willpower to like go about your day so if you're feeling like it's a control thing it can like suck you into a bit of a yeah obsession obsession mm-hmm. so pros for intuitive well you just you actually listen to your body yeah i think think sometimes with tracking when i was in a bad worse headspace or like not really in like a healthy mindset for mm. cutting when i did i would just eat things because i knew it was macro friendly yeah. and like quite locale whereas yeah. with intuitive like i didn't if i actually think about it i didn't want to eat that yeah. rice salad <laughs> <laughs> rice salad my go-to sometimes I would eat because I knew I had calories left oh my god that's so true yeah like I would just have a chocolate bar because I can rather than being hungry for it literally and like again it depends on the person like I don't really have that much for breakfast but I feel like with tracking you have your breakfast you have your lunch you have your supper Mm. you have your snacks whereas intuitive eating you your your mindful eating might look completely different mm. and that might be great for your body and that's why i think the whole as as long as you're using tracking to become intuitive they can really link up oh my god yeah so as long as you're now molly like for example with you yeah if you were tracking tomorrow you'd be like well i'm going to track in a smaller breakfast because that suits me exactly you know rather than like trying to mimic like whatever you feel sh- you should be doing exactly um i used to manipulate my calories a lot as well so like say I'd like planned a nice lunch like a chicken salad with like a bit of feta on it but I'm like if I remove I'll get to lunch I'd be like right if I remove that feta I can have a chocolate bar after lunch oh my god I used to do that yeah and that's when you know you're I feel like it's again that's fine lines because then you know you're sort of in a place where you're becoming obsessed Mm. it's like if you and and then and then my because my meals wouldn't really satisfy me I'd always make my meals as basic as I could yeah so I could have more calories for other stuff but really I never would have snacked as much if my meals satiated me yeah do you know another thing actually again like I do really think tracking has its place but one thing it makes me, it could just be me, but it makes me reach for the packaged food as opposed to the, mm. like, free Well, it's easy to track, ones. isn't it? If you got a little sexy barcode on there, yeah, I'm obviously going to scan that. I was trying to, like, weigh my cabbage that was bought from the side of the road. But really, nutritionally, mm. the cabbage on the side of the road's A, for the environment, and B, mm. you know, it's I'm not free range because they don't. Free <laughs> range? <laughs> for the package when you're tracking yeah because well, it's easy do, exactly yeah um a, another pro of intuitive eating so and I, on the back of you saying about it helps you get in tune with your body so i think so many of us are out of tune because we perhaps like you said when you're tracking you like fit into certain rules like say mm. if you just tracked your breakfast but then you didn't really fancy it you're like oh well i've tracked it gonna now. eat it anyway yeah when i think my best advice would be like with the feta, if I really don't fancy the feta, you can take it out like it's not that deep. <laughs> but if 
if you're just doing it so that you can eat more chocolate later, it's asking yourself in those moments, like, is this going to help or hinder me? Yeah. And, and, and like, be really real with yourself. And then, you know, when you do want to intuitive eat, be graceful with yourself because for me when I first intuitive eating I put on weight oh my god I did yeah straight away I was like putting on weight and I was like god this feels a bit wild I thought what am I doing to myself yeah all this progress yeah Yeah. well I thought I knew because I thought I knew nutrition better which I did but what I didn't know was my body so I was like trying to like like find myself in my body again and I was so out of tune with it Mm. obviously I did the photo shoot which was like quite an extreme version of like dieting and we are doing a little bit differently now but my body didn't respond very well to it so Mm. I was like in a place of like okay I just want to be intuitive quite a desperate place to be intuitive again and get back to feeling good because my body is such a sensitive little prawn um (laughs) but I yeah I was just very out of sync with my body like well unfortunately like my hormones were out of sync which meant my hunger was out of sync which meant intuitive eating was a little bit harder for me yeah but I can see how easy it would have been to hate my body in that time you know be like right I need to get back on tracking yes like quick you know ah like almost panic button and now I have been able to get back to a better body way that I'm really comfortable and really happy with by just riding it out just being like you know really sticking with it and that's why we were speaking about it yesterday like reverse dieting so once you have tracked Mm. and once you have like dieted that's great and amazing you've hit your goal but to to reverse diet is so helpful it just gets you back to your set point it gets you back to your maintenance so then the day you want to stop tracking you might do a few days here and there to go back to intuitive eating but you'd be so in tune with your body yeah and also like like it's no matter how much you believe it and I really believed it for a long time but eating low calories yeah is not sustainable and Mm -hmm. it's like just because you've lost all of this weight Mm -hmm. on x amount of calories doesn't mean that you then have to eat x amount of calories for the rest of your life like you do have to have i feel like you like people don't understand how many calories they actually have to eat i know like you i think it's babies that are like 1200 it is it's this um i think i think like 1600 calories is like for a four-year-old Wow. Which is ridiculous, isn't That's it? Crazy. Like a literal human being that is about two foot tall yeah. and grows overnight. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I would say I can through experience pick someone's calorie target now. Like mm. I would be very confident in picking someone's calorie target without using a calculator. And I think I think a lot of us forget as well how much we move. So like when mm. someone works with us, we, they've got a step goal, they've got a movement goal, they have to go to the gym. So we, like me, my basic me- metabolic rate, so with me literally just breathing, I burn 1,400 calories. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like if you were in a um, coma. Yeah. Like that's literally already. Already. That's how many you're having. Yeah, every day. I think it's like 1388. And I've definitely put myself on 1,400 before. Yeah you know crazy i find it mad because we like think that that's okay this is a good good idea yeah and then also mad that our bodies can actually adapt to it i know and like live off of that much i know but then that's when you see the plateau yeah well this is the thing if you can't sustain the diet you will not sustain the results 
like no way in hell like they just don't work this is where yo-yo stems from Mm. you go on such low calories you get to whatever result you want to the fear sets in you can't stick to that low you've brought your maintenance down lower because you've been eating so little and it's why some people women come to us and they've been eating such little calories they want to diet and their weight is not going down yeah and they'll be on next to nothing and it's because their metabolic rate has slowed right down yeah and in those tough cases you just have to eat more and it's it, not a time to die exactly and like there may if you do eat over the say 1400 like your body is going to cling on to every single calorie yeah. that you have got because mm-hmm. it doesn't know when it's going to be fed again well it's like when i met you you were <laughs> eating like we like you were just so quiet i was yeah I was irritable mole yeah. phase. I was like, what's for lunch? You're like, a grenade bar. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, no, it was like a, you had chicken salad and a grenade bar like yeah, every single literally. day. That's another thing. I ate the same thing every single day. Yeah, and bearing in mind, like, well, it's easier. But bearing in mind, I bloody love food. Yeah. I'm a pastry chef. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to have this chicken, chicken salad and three, a grenade six, bar. five days. <laughs> Look at me go. Um, actually, a good tip for tracking, to be fair, is repeat if you find a meal you love, which pr- like yeah. pro tracking. If you're like, oh my god, like for me, I, lo- I went for a phase where I love like dark chocolate in my oats in the morning, and that became a staple for me for oh, ages. Popcorn after my supper every yeah. single night with a oh, chocolate love coin. Oh, I love Sweet it. Treats. And that is so for you, you know. Mm. That's not like eating a dry chicken t- salad and a grenade bar because Literally. you feel like you have to and it works. It's like you can decrease the overwhelm by finding what you love and then just repeating it because you love it. Exactly. And then when you're bored of it, change it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the, the main thing of all of this is definitely like where your mindset is at the time being really aware when you're starting to go into like a bit of an obsessive mindset when it's feeling a little bit more toxic rather than it's like asking yourself the question is this helping me or hindering me yeah taking a step back sometimes yeah and just evaluating what what is my why like for me now my go-to if i want to lose weight i would track and my reasons are I find it easy because I always pre-track my food. I know what foods I love because I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. I would have a coach or I would have support because I just I work really well with that. Mm. You know, the, you know that sexy stat when it's like yeah. uh, you're more you're 95% more likely to um, achieve a goal if you're held accountable to it. Yeah. And I just love that because I'm human too. Like my why can get forgotten about when there's like you know a donut in front of me and, and it's like oh you know God, yeah. do I don't I? Yeah. There's going to be sometimes that you eat the donut, sometimes you don't. Yeah. But it's easy to be like, oh go on then, you know, like I'll just Let's treat see. myself. Yeah. Um, whereas if you've got someone holding you accountable, it really keeps you on track. So I would get support. I would also. Um, yeah and i would just set myself a a timeline goal you know what am i trying to achieve when would i want to achieve you know a smart goal a smart yeah Yeah. i was gonna say that so then i know where what i'm doing how long i'm doing it for i can always reevaluate at the time anyway and uh, that's why i would go to tracking now for lifelong and what i love doing is i love intuitive eating yeah so that is my long-term goal i will not be dieting forever i read like i you know you actually shouldn't diet more than once a year Really? yeah that's wild that's I know. crazy eh? um yeah some of us are dieting like five times a year yeah so like for me i've like looked at this year and i'm like right if i want if i would like to diet now that's fine um it's the easiest time of year for me because i don't do much i'm not mm. my social life, life is quite quiet um and yeah i just enjoy feeling really physically fit and i love 
you know, I love... Um, it's also such a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I love having something to get my teeth stuck into. Yeah. So for me, it's, it feels right. And But I am a pro intuitive eater for the long haul. But I yeah. will track right now. That's Yeah, that's kind of like me. Like, day to day, I would eat what I want, mm-hmm. when I want, within reason. Yeah. Like, I'm still going to get all my fruit and veg in. Yeah. I'm still going to... You've got a great put, diet. Thank you. Um, I love my crunchy fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, still going to have a portion of protein. Still mm-hmm. going to have my carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I've got a clear set goal with a clear set time, I'm going to track. Yeah. Because it just reduces the, the like, just the, like, mental scaredness. And the decision fatigue. Exactly. Mm. Like, I don't want to worry if about calories when i don't know what's in it mm. so i'm basically using it to see what mm. has what in it if that makes any yeah. sense yeah <laughs> well it leaves like being honest especially if you have a specific goal it leaves out room for error exactly if you're tracking. and there is if a lot of tra- r- error oh absolutely oh my god if i tried to like even now eyeball pasta rather than like measuring it yeah. you know i would be like god knows what serving i would go for and then like i wouldn't have, i've never knew how much really to to eat for my body so tracking has helped me do that so even now if i like went intuitive i still weigh my food because it just helps mm. not all of it but some of it like, things like pasta and stuff so i can just know where i'm at yeah because there is it, yeah even like peanut butter like have you oh seen God, the like comparisons butter. yeah <gasps> you could eat like 300 calories of peanut butter by accident i genuinely did that for a long time mm. because i wasn't i was just like oh, a spoonful of peanut butter's not gonna do anything mm. and then it, it did, <laughs> it did. <laughs> i don't get me wrong i loved it oh my god and i yeah. continue to do it but now if i've got a photo shoot yeah i'm probably going to measure my peanut butter exactly. not eliminate it just no the balance yeah the balance this is it you're trying to achieve balance food freedom like they apply with both um and you know like on the back of this i would just say like the things to evaluate is like where is your mindset right now yeah do you feel in a healthy mindset with tracking do you feel like you could get more support with it Mm. do you feel like maybe perhaps it's a time to intuitive eat and like with my story, although I gained weight from intuitive eating, as did Molly, it's not to say that that will happen for, to you, but to learn from our mistakes, really. Like oh my goodness, I, yeah. the reason I hate tracking and get got such a vengeance with it and put on weight is because I was doing it in such an unsustainable way. Yeah, I became resentful against my fitness power because it took away my food freedom. Literally, and it, t- it I ate such little calories that I felt horrible. You know, no libido, moody bad skin um further restrictions just such a low mood my Mm. gut was bad my digestion was poor tired tired god i was so tired Mm. and um yeah so i you know that's why we always talk to women who about yo-yoing because it's like if you start in such a sustainable way the results are easier to keep you love the journey Mm. you feel incredible i start women on as high as calories as we can go oh my god same and if we need to come down that's fine everyone's bodies will adjust to different things but let's feel as best as we can literally there are other variables you can change to lose weight yeah you can move more get your knee up yeah i'm such a sucker for that i would weigh more like exercise more and just keep my calories up high yeah me too just feels so much nicer i'd rather walk an extra two thousand steps than take away 100 calories mm. that's not exact maths if anyone's going to do that <laughs> i'm just saying i would rather like have that option and that isn't for everyone you know you've got busy women who are just like i'd rather just stick to my cows 
moved like you know hit my basic goals and yeah. that's fine too but it really is funny what's right for you what's right for you right now where's your mindset at yeah it's literally the balance between having an exact goal but then also being fluid with it yeah and seeing what you like yeah there is no right or wrong i think that's why it's so confusing yeah which is it's a blessing and a curse yes there's so much information now there's no right or wrong but there's a right or wrong for you literally for you right now there is one, one size. that is more beneficial for yeah. you and is going to help you rather than hinder you yes and you just have to you know use all the information we give you today ask yourself some truthful questions be mm. real with yourself you might feel like dieting is what you want to be doing right now but why really because like is it just because january's here literally like the magazines are out <laughs> and they're like lose 60 pounds with me like are you dieting because you feel like you should are you is is it weight loss that you want or do you want to get stronger more toned mm. like do, are you a foodie like would you rather eat more move more like there's so many different avenues to explore and ways to do it yeah and just knowing what's right for you now is how you're going to take back your power. Honestly. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, I love it. it. <laughs> Smashed it. That was better than our previous recording. No, oh, but yeah. I, um, yeah, I feel like to, to round it up, like if anyone does need support with it or want to ask to help with asking the questions, like we're absolutely here for oh, that. Oh yeah, 100% easy it would happily chat it out talk about our experiences a little bit more i'm sure i've got some more funny stories oh god the cambridge diet is a hoot what is the cambridge diet it's shakes it's three shakes a day oh god i was so unwell like a licorice i was so unwell unwell. yeah because they say that they like cram all the nutrients you need in these drinks my stomach it was like acid oh god oh my god honestly honestly (laughs) but like yeah it just yeah if you want to get a sustainable results, you've got to do sustainable methods. And Cambridge diet is <laughs> not one of those. Yeah. Same with keto. Same with any of these diets. If you can't see yourself doing it for 40 years... Why are you doing it Don't now? do it for four minutes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> right, One motto. <laughs> get tattooed. <laughs> okay, amazing. Well, thanks for joining us today. Grateful um, for you here. And I hope that you took something away. Yeah. Amazing. See you soon. Bye.